Hello, friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our website, a weekly Bible study. And uh, we are so glad that you have joined us today. I want to make an announcement once again to all of you that are hearing this in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, we would love to meet with you, <laughs> greet you. If, if you've never been uh, in our ministry before, we invite you to come, you will be given a very warm welcome, I assure you. Amen. We are beginning again, uh, a very small new beginning. I remember a dear lady in our church saying it many, many times, and you can tell I've never forgot it. Little as much when God is in it. I'm going to make a declaration today. When we come together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, there am I in the midst of them. So this little becomes very, very much because God is in it. Christ is in our midst because everything we're doing, we're doing in the name of Jesus Christ. And we're doing it for the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. And we're doing it by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that makes that makes little much today. So we are beginning again, displaced by COVID and other things that have occurred in the last two or three years, but we are not done. I say that to say this, God is not done with us yet as a church and as a people. And so I'm happy to, to hear from everyone that has been blessed by our broadcast and by our ministry. And if you can be with us beginning this Sunday, November 6th, come and worship with us. Embassy Suites Hotel, second floor, the Cypress Room. We'll have a sign out so you can easily find it. When you get off the elevator on the second floor, we're right there. Amen. And, and on the campus of the University of South Florida, 3705, if you're using your, your satellite, uh, in car system to, uh, to find us. 3705 Spectrum Drive, Embassy Suites Hotel, 11 a.m. till 1230 p.m. So we'd love to have you to worship with us. God is speaking today by His Spirit. You know, it is said, in each letter of the seven that Jesus told John to write, John the Revelator to write to the seven churches, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. This is so important, especially now in the last of the last days and the nearness of the coming of Jesus Christ, that we hear not just what uh, what man thinks uh, about uh, a political situation or our social condition or our uh, any of the conditions of the world outside of the Word of God and the instructions given by and through the Word of God. It's so easy to get off in a tangent and really begin to preach or minister what's trending instead of what's true. Well, today what's true it will conflict with what's trending. What's true will lead us in a plain path. And that's what the Bible is all about. David put it this way, Psalmist David, thy word, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my 
pathway. So let's get in the Word today on the subject and the subject I'm returning to and I will continue to return to because we're getting closer and closer, prophetically verifiably closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ today. The question I want to pose and answer biblically today, are you ready for the coming of Jesus Christ? Are we ready as Christians for the coming of Jesus Christ? So this is a twofold warning today. It's a warning to the lost, and it's also a warning to the Christian to be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. And our text is in Matthew 24, verse 43 and 44. It said, but know this, know this, this is knowledge from the word of God, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. So uh, in the immediate sense, this is not the devil coming to steal something. It's Jesus coming to take what is rightfully his. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. If if he had known what time a thief would come, he would have watched and not suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready for in an hour, as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Hence the, the, the lyric in many songs about Jesus coming as a thief in the night. One paraphrase says, you must be ready all the time. This is not a get ready message. This is a be ready. So if you're not ready, you need to get ready so you can be ready. Ready all the time. In the Greek, this word means prepared. In particular, to do something, to receive someone coming. Wow, what a choice of words. Be ready to receive someone who is coming. I want to make a statement that I I believe can be biblically and prophetically verified. And I want to double down on it, really. Number one, we've said this before, but we're going to reiterate it today in this teaching. We are living in the last of the last days. Now, I want to explain that for just a moment. Last days have been around. Actually, if you want to get uh, biblically, uh, uh, theologically correct, the last days began, it can be traced to the day of Pentecost. That's why it was preached in the early church, the soon coming of Jesus. The last days are upon us. But remember, a day is as a thousand years with the Lord and a thousand years as one day. We are not living anymore in the last days. We are living in the last of the last days. Jesus talked about certain prophetic events being fulfilled and then saying, when you see these things being fulfilled, when you see these things come to pass, lift up your head, your redemption draweth nigh. 
that means we're to we're to be in and with an understanding that we are living in the last of the last days and that should affect our values our plans the the purpose we have in our lives if you're planning on 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 going up with the company that's good plan <laughs> amen if you're planning on becoming a CEO retiring building a, a mansion somewhere and that that's not a bad plan but when you make a plan without integrating into that plan the nearness of the coming of Jesus there's a danger in getting caught up in the things of the world and not being truly ready that doesn't mean we we throw out all of those ambitions and plans and we just go sit somewhere and, and wait for the coming of the lord you know no it does not it means we fervently work for the lord and we invest in his work amen we we actually make uh, a living so that we can increase our giving can can I say that right? We we make a living for our family to take care of our responsibilities to live well under the blessing of God, so that we can increase our giving to the work of God. Because we know as Christians we have an understanding: all of this is going to pass away. The only thing that is going to last throughout eternity is what we have done for. Jesus Christ today and for the furthering of the kingdom of God. So I want to reiterate again, we're living in the last of the last days. And that's why the scripture said, forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some is, but much more as you see the day approaching. Scripture goes on to say in another portion, we're not children of the night so that that day would overtake us as a thief. Amen. We're not children of the darkness. We're children of the light. We should be illuminated to this truth and this fact and living in the light of it. That's why Jesus gave the very stern warning, Beware lest your heart be overcharged with surfeiting, drunkenness, and the cares of this life, that that day overtake you as a thief. I want to explain to you today that this drunkenness he's talking about is not just imbibing alcohol and becoming drunk. This is absolutely talking about being so involved in the temporal and the material at the expense of the eternal and the spiritual that we are we are like drunken people we're we're absolutely numbed to the reality that number one life is very short jesus warned us and the scriptures teach us go to now look here now in other words look at him in the south amen I, I, this this scripture is so important Look here, go to now. You that say tomorrow we're going to go into this town and do that. We're going to go into this city and build that. Whereas you should say, if the Lord wills, for you know not what another day is going to bring. Life is short. None of us know when the the, the sands of time for us will run out. We shouldn't live in the fear of death. We should, we should plan our lives. We should do the best we can for our families to give them a good life and pay our bills. 
but we should live it all in the light of our going to the Lord and the soon coming of the Lord. Amen. We should have a spiritual value system that reflects what we know. Forsake not the assembling of yourself together, but much more as you see the day approaching. Exhorting one another. Next verse. Exhorting one another. That means strongly encouraging one another. And in particular, because the last days would also include a falling away from the faith, encouraging one another, strongly encouraging one another in right living. That's what we want to do as we pose this question today. If you're not a Christian, clearly you're not ready for the coming of the Lord, and you're not ready to draw your last breath and stand before Him. But I want you to know you can be ready before this broadcast is over. <laughs> Amen. You can, you can come to Jesus and you can repent of your sin and turn to Christ and God will pardon you and seal you, mark you, brand you as His own with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Number one, I want to go back again. We're living in the last of the last days. When you see these things begin, not when they're culminated and finished, many of these scriptures that we see, these prophecies we see, are going to be come to their climax during the midst of the tribulation. But he's saying that you don't have to wait to see that culmination of it all. But when you see the beginning, lift up your head your redemption draweth nigh. This is this is written to the redeemed and the ransomed ones. But he's talking about that last stage of our redemption. And that is bringing our body, transforming us. <laughs> Amen. That when mortal puts on immortality and corruptible puts on incorruption. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are living in the last of the last days. And Jesus, therefore, could return at any moment. He could return before this broadcast is over. So, amen. You don't have to wait on the, on the invitation at the end. You can come to Jesus right now. If the Holy Spirit is drawing you, now is the time to come. Hallelujah. Respond to Him. Never run further into the darkness from Him, but come to the light. He knows our sins, and He wants to forgive them. He died on the cross that He might be able to forgive them. So come to Christ today. All right, we're living in the last of the last days, Christian. Are you ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. He could return at any moment, so we need to be ready to receive Him. We need to be ready, therefore, all the time. All the time. Not some of the time during some revival meeting. Some of the signs that are occurring today, and I'm going to go through a list I made many, many months ago. Number one, a world church is forming. It's all, all of the compromises are in place for a world church to form in all of the world religions and denominations almost. So the ingredients are being put together for a world church to form and a false prophet to appear. 
A world government is soon to form as well. And a world currency will soon be accepted. All of this is things that could happen very soon and very quickly. A world leader will soon appear with a global peace plan. We are in a war-weary world, and a world leader is going to appear. You know, one of the signs that is going to allow him to appear, the sign of the last days and the soon coming of Jesus, is that there would be distress of nations with perplexity. That means puzzlement. That means there will be all kinds of challenges to the nations of the world and no one with any clear understanding of how to resolve these critical issues. But there is one coming that is going to have the plan for world peace and an answer for the problems that are that are proposed and plaguing all the nations of the world. We are very near to a cashless society. As a result of 21st century technology, it could happen very quickly and it could come uh, in such a way that we wouldn't see the danger of it culminating in not buying or selling without taking a peculiar and particular mark. The the technology to do it, uh, some kind of implant in and of itself, is not the mark of the beast. There will be the number of a man, and it will represent the Antichrist himself. The falling away has begun. Among many formerly dedicated denominations and people and Christians, the apostasy that the Bible spoke of has begun. That day shall not come until there come a falling away first. And then that that son of perdition, then the Antichrist, the lawless one, will be revealed. It starts with something happening, a sign in the Christian community. Because falling away is not about the world who doesn't want, know God and doesn't know Jesus Christ and has never known Him. This is something happening to those that have known Him and are turning back. This will go against the grain of some teachings, but this is what the Word of God says is going to happen. And the Bible said we are partakers of Christ if we keep the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. You can't be a Christ rejecter and be ready for the coming of Jesus. In fact, you can't reject Jesus Christ and claim salvation. Listen, friend of mine, this is where souls spend eternity. We can't waver on it. We can't waffle on it. We're not ready for the coming of the Lord unless we have come to Christ and we are keeping our confidence in Him. Yes, salvation is solo Cristo. It is in Christ alone. But we have to keep the Faith. That's why Jesus said, Shall I find faith when I come? Shall I find faith on the earth? It's about being ready for His coming. It's about watching and waiting. It's about keeping our faith in Him and not turning from the faith. Listen, I I don't know the hearts of people. I don't know who really is a Christian, who really isn't. 
you know, someone said it in years ago, there was a hair dye. It's because I'm aging that I go back for some of these things that younger people may not get. But some of you that are a little up in years and beyond that, you will get this because Clairol was one of the hair dyes that was very popular many, many years ago. And someone said in light of this Clairol that you didn't know if this person was really a dark headed and, 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 and used it to get blonde or blonde headed, use it to get black headed. Listen, it says there are a lot of, they said in light of what was happening even way back then and way back when, there are many Clairol Christians. Amen. Only their creator knows for sure. Going from the commercial that only their hairdresser knows for sure. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Your creator, my creator, he knows for sure. The Bible said in the midst of all of this shaking and all of this quaking and all of the compromising and the falling away of so many, not just falling away and black backsliding like the prodigal son and coming home. No, these people, many are falling away and denying the Lord that bought them, the scripture said, amen, denying the very God who gave his son to pay our ransom. This is the kind of terrible, terrifying falling away that has begun. So friend of mine, it's so important today that we check ourselves and make sure that we are in the faith by keeping the beginning of our confidence solo Christo in Christ steadfast unto the end. Listen, because they that endure all of this pressure to compromise, they that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. I don't know about you, but my confidence in Christ who saved me and Christ who's keeping me now is unshaken and unshakable. There's nothing behind me, amen, but the world that hates God, an anti-Christ system and an anti-Christian system. And all that is before me is he that redeemed me is coming for me. Whether I'm above ground or below ground, when the trumpets sound, amen, I'm coming up with him. What a hope I have. So I'm I'm not all that. Listen, I care about all of the conditions of the world, but I'm not planning on staying in this world. How about you. Praise God. Amen. A world church is forming. A world government is soon to form. A world currency will soon be accepted. A world leader will soon appear because the world is primed and ready for him to appear and will be accepting of him. Don't think of the tribulation as all the the terrifying things that are going to happen as the bold judgments and the trumpet judgments and all of the judgments fall. That's the last three and a half years of the seven. The first three and a half years is a peace like the world has never known. A man of peace is going to come and bring peace between nations, make a covenant with those war-weary nations, oh, friend of mine. But it'll be a false peace. 
The true peace will only come when Christ comes, when this man comes into full power, given that power by the nations who will, will almost worship him, and he will demand ultimately their worship instead of the worship of God. He will break his covenant with Israel. He, he secretly hates the church, but he will use the world church and the false prophet to get people to pull, help him take world dominion and world power. And this, this first three and a half years is going to be a time of incredible peace on earth. But it won't be the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. It'll be the Prince of Darkness parading as the Prince of Peace. And no marvel, the Scriptures teach us, if Satan himself be transformed as an angel of light and his ministers as ministers of righteousness. And there's so many Christians today that are, that, that they're, they're biblically un, 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 uneducated. They just don't have a focus on the rightfully divided Word of God. Therefore, they can't discern. Amen. Evil when it parades is good. They can't see the folly. They can't see the false prophets. They can't discern the false teachers and they enable them with their giving and with their attendance and their following of their ministries. All of these false prophets that have went out into the world could not exist today without undiscerning, immature Christians that are biblically illiterate. Because if you know your Bible, there's no way you would follow the teachings of some of these that are in our world today. If Christians didn't support them, they could not exist because the world certainly is <laughs> knows better than to support these guys and gals. Friend of mine today, this is a wake-up call. Be ye also ready, for in an hour you think not the Son of Man cometh. The falling away is here. The apostasy is here. One of the other signs in Matthew 24 Many false prophets shall go out into the world and deceive many. And because iniquity will abound, the love of many, and that's what sets up the falling away, the love of many, will wax cold. I'm going to tell you, something can't cool off. Wax cold means to cool down. It was had to be hot in order to to cool down. The, the, these, these are not the tares among the wheat, in my understanding, because they've never truly loved God. A tear is someone, it, it looks like wheat, but it never was wheat. It doesn't bear any fruit of wheat. Someone said, that if anyone falls away, they were never a Christian. I, I don't necessarily believe that that is true. Because if they were never a Christian, they they never loved Christ. They never loved God. And this is the love that is supposed to be white hot, <laughs> bringing a true devotion, not mere emotion. Amen. This is a love that is waxing cold, that is growing cold. And of course, when love grows cold, 
covenants are broken. When love for one another grows cold in a marriage, covenants are easily broken. I just don't love her anymore. I just don't love him anymore. Well, this is what the falling away is all about. The Latin word for falling away would be the same word that is used to break a covenant, to divorce one another, having pledged a commitment to one another. From such turn away, we're told to turn away from those covenant-breaking people. Let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. For in a great house there are many vessels, the Scripture teaches, some to honor and some to dishonor, some of clay and of wood, (laughs) and some of gold and of silver. But if we would flee youthful lust, if we would grow spiritually and and say no to the things of the flesh and start walking in the Spirit and living in the Spirit, empowered by the Spirit to do so, we're going to stay close to God. We're going to be watching and waiting, and we're going to keep the faith and be found faithful to the faith keeping the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Why? Because he that shall come will come. He's coming just like he said he would. And we need to be ready to them that look, to them that long for him. They're going to be looking for him. Their love for him is such that they can't wait for his coming. They're going to be ready to go out to meet him because they've been waiting and they have been looking and they've been longing, amen, to hear the cry at midnight, though it's at midnight. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Amen. Their lamps are trimmed and burning. There's oil in the lamp. We used to sing it as a camp meeting song. Give me oil in my lamp. Keep me burning. Give me oil in my lamp. Keep me burning. Burning till the light of day. That oil in the lamp is talking about the Holy Spirit indwelling us. Praise God. We're marked. We're, we're sealed, branded, and marked as His children. Amen. That's why it says in the, in the time of this great shaking, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. Hallelujah. Praise God. How does He know us? Because He sealed us by giving us the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about the baptism that gives us power to be witnesses and power to do works in His name and to serve Him, power to serve. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit coming in when we truly are born again and we receive Christ as our Savior. Praise God. Friend of mine today, God knows who is His own. He knoweth them that are his. He's not going to have to figure it out. He already knows. Amen. And we need to know in our heart that we are truly children of God. And we need to be ready for Christ's coming unto them that look. <laughs> them that look, he shall appear the second time without sin 
unto salvation. Are you looking for Jesus to return? Are you living? Am I living in the light of His soon coming? Does does my life and my values, does it reflect that knowledge? Or are we becoming more earthbound and focused on the things of this world, surfeiting drunkenness, the cares of this life, that that day overtake us as a thief? For he will come as a thief in the night. Matthew 24, we barely got started in this message. Verse 43 and 44. But know this, if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Today, if Jesus should come in the next few moments, would you be ready? That is the question that must be answered. Would you be ready? Would you be ready? Christian, this is no time. This is no time to be caught up, so caught up in the things of the world that we are not ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not even a time to to get ready Someday, this is a time to be ready right now in this holy moment. This is a time to raise your eyes. Look at the prophecies in Scripture and look at the world about us and know the coming of the Lord is near and be ready. Make the adjustments you need to make. Reassess your life in the light of His soon coming. We should be traveling light. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Prayed up, packed up, and ready to go up. I give Brother Taylor, our associate pastor, credit for that statement. I'm prayed up, packed up, and ready to go up. Are you prayed up? Are you packed up? Are you ready to go up? If not, this is God's call to you today. And if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will be, as the film title said, you'll be left behind. And all you have to do is read in the book of Revelation and see what awaits the world. You don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be in jeopardy of spending eternity In a place the devil and his angels will spend it. And God never prepared it for you. There's room for you at the cross. There's a place for you in heaven. There's a person who is calling you to that place. And it's the only peace that is true. Is knowing where you're going when this life is over. And who is coming for you. Come to Christ in Jesus' name.